We're back with NBL Talk, NBA Talk, everything you want right here on Trash Talk. Now, before we start any of this stuff, <laughs> Homicide, now you always like to roll in in the leather jackets, and I know I've got to come at Werther because they get a lot of ammo on me for today's show. You always come with the leather jacket, the beanie. No, he doesn't always come. He comes with the leather jacket. I've seen him in that leather jacket that many times. All right, he's come with a leather jacket a couple times. <laughs> but what <laughs> are the chances that you both roll in? I don't know whether you guys rolled in on one of those tandem bikes or whatever well, the hell happened. <laughs> first off. Because <laughs> I know, who was driving it? Was Homicide a little caddy next door? Or who was in, who, you know those Harley? Well, he doesn't drive in Australia. So first it. off, he doesn't drive in Australia. <laughs> But you're not invited into our bikey game. <laughs> right. Talk about hey, talk we about us. Wear those jackets. I'm good. I'm over <laughs> here in a farmer wants a wife flannel. I'm good. Hey. I'm good. How's your head, mate? <laughs> what from the from the ten, from the ten days I was overseas, or the fact that I got yammed on twice this weekend? Not once, but twice. <laughs> twice. I tell you what, I was annoying for me. Like, yeah, I got dunked on fair and square. I got shot. That you haven't realised that you're an unathletic white guy that can't block shots? <laughs> no, Are I'm you annoyed at that? You re- should be. I realise that, but the issue is when you're hung over in a game, it's a little hard to actually comprehend whether you should jump or not. So my uh, vision was skewed. I can tell you, you could be sober and you still wouldn't have blocked those shots. <laughs> no, I was talking about my vision, not my athletic ability. But the thing for me is, like, I missed the Siebel back when there was no media coverage. You could get yammed on. Everyone laughed about it during the game. There was nothing. I go to my locker. Like, it was like halftime. I got dunked on the first half. I go to the locker. Already people with notifications. They added me on oh Instagram. Like, you're going to tag me in the post when I get dunked on? Uh, not that I'm checking my phone at halftime, but... <laughs> sure. Did you win? Yeah, we won both games, 6-0. Okay. and oh, And you've called us for the championship anyway. So. I did. I mean, I said, you know, I got you guys to win. Which game did you commentate over the weekend? Uh, Eltham and Ringwood. Blockbuster. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. Who won? <laughs> uh, Ringwood won in double OT. Ooh. Yeah, it was like some and Elth- game Elth- fuckery yeah. going on there, yeah. Eltham should have won Tracked that game. It. But, I mean, we're talking NBL 1 right now. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's... it's, it's like NBL, Cairns, <laughs> Taipans, NBL one. Right. Well, we'll move on because Moving the biggest on. story, <laughs> the biggest story right now, and we're not even sure if it hasn't been confirmed by Melbourne and in classic NBL style, we're not sure what the fuck's going on. Sean Long to Melbourne in what is potentially, you've called it, the best duo in the league. Sean Long will have on a Melbourne United uniform. The ink might not be dry, but I believe... Sean Long will have on a Melbourne United uniform. The best center in the league is coming back. Need I say any more? I thought we knew Bogut was coming back. Bogut's not the best center in this league. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, everyone's phone's ringing when the NBL calling. What bait are you using on your line? I'm not using <laughs> any bait. I'm just calling it as I've called it all year. So here we go with that argument. Right. We'll let Werther jump. I'll, I'll, I'll throw the line out here and I'll let you guys debate this one. Yep. Are we saying Sean Long is the most entertaining centre in the league or are we saying if you had a team right now, you would take Sean Long over Andrew Bogut on your team? Yes, I would. Werther, can you just pick What was his ju- numbers? Hold up. Werther, can you pick the your jaw up from the floor? The, the second half of the year, what was Sean Long numbers in this league? LLL with New Zealand, I think that's okay. what it was. LL in the playoffs. Why would you go to the playoffs <laughs> and get swept? And not even average a double-double. You're going to tell me he's the best center in this league? That's not even a... We, do we really want to go here? I got ammo today. I am loaded today. Let's go. All right. The, I, I can't disagree that Sean Long is a better offensive player than Andrew Bogut. But as far as rebounding and defense, 
Sean Long is a liability on the defensive end. Foul, foul, foul. Not only the fouls, but his work of body hasn't proven to me that he can defend. And as you like to say all the time, what do you do when it comes playoff time? Because we don't know what Sean Long can do come playoffs. What did Andrew Bogut do come playoffs in the NBL? Okay, so now you've got two Get people. Get the broom out. Sweet. <laughs> did not average a double-double. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. And he lost. Okay. So, so now the, now the argument goes. MVP League, defensive player of the year, goes to the playoff and gets swept. I'm not talking NBA. How many times imports and players do extremely well in their other leagues? Come here, don't live up to the hype, and don't do shit. Is Melbourne beating Sydney this year? Yeah, I got to wait. I got to wait. I'm not going out on a limb yet discussing next year. I'm just saying the best center in the league is signing with Melbourne United. So here's my argument with Sydney, right? (laughs) Sydney has on paper a much better defensive team than what Melbourne has got on paper. We've got Casper Ware, your guy, who said is the best Best two-way player player in the league. In the league. All right. Kevin Lish is known for locking a down dog, a plug. A dog on defense, definitely. Yep. And Bogut, obviously, he's defensive player of the year. Now, if you look on the flip side of Melbourne United, you've got Mellow Trimble, unbelievably offensively. Defense, little suspect. Suspect, right? He's not Casper on D, let's say that. Chris Golding. Defensive sieve. He's not playing lockdown defense consistently, no. And Sean Long, we have known is a liability on the defensive end. So, while as sexy as they look on the offensive end... They look sexy. I feel like they're a whole bunch of Swiss cheese down the other end (laughs) at the moment. I think Sean Long will adjust to the referees. Some players adjust quicker than others. I believe this year, he will adjust better. And I believe also the referees will adjust better because this is the second year they are dealing with a true center on each team. I agree with all that. And now let's go to the next point, the head coaches of each team. Oh, this so stuff we're forgetting about before we finish. Will Weaver's not about. proven here yet. No, no. You guys all have right. said. Shout out to Will Weaver. Two of the Thanks best centers in the league. Shout out to Will <laughs> Weaver. <laughs> two of the best centers in the league saying Andrew Bogut and Sean Long. We've forgotten who else signed. David Barlow. Tom Jervis at Cairns. Big deal. Two-year deal. <laughs> Some That's pe- big. Probably some, not thrown into the same category as Sean some, Long and Andrew Bogut. Some teams are playing... Checkers. Sometimes <laughs> playing chess. <laughs> Which we will touch on yeah. a little bit later. But going back to the coaches, like Dean Vickerman, he's known for wanting to have defensive teams. So yep. he's going to have a hell of a job trying to get that lineup that they've assembled to play defense. And they've still got a three-man to bring into that rotation, which I know you said, Lamar Patterson. What if? What if? What, what if? if? I mean, Surely not. I mean, what if? What they, if? Surely, hey, you look at the way that Sydney is spending money. If they're spending... <laughs> The rumored figure, you've heard the rumored figure. I on didn't Casper hear the rumor figured. What 800K is it? 800K per season. Per, 800K. Has he signed a two year deal? Yes. So it's 800K per season. That's what I've heard. And that's why I retract, if that is the case, I retract the statements that I made about Melbourne saying, how could they not sign him? Because you know what? You just don't have 800K at Melbourne because you spend a lot of money on other things. You don't have 800K to throw at Casper Wett. So I can forgive Melbourne for not re-signing Casper Ware if you're going to get blown Mate, out of the water. Melbourne's not going to give you a contract. Stop being on their nuts so much. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to bring you back. I most definitely <laughs> do not want one. But Casper Ware, you're not going to pay 800k to get Casper Ware here. You know you're what? Not, you're not going to pay that. And Sydney, if they're willing to blow open the luxury tax or whatever they're doing over there, 
you're not going to match that of your Melbourne. And you, I can forgive him for that. So you take the matchup of Mellow Trimble versus Casper Ware. Who's got the advantage? Casper, he's a two-way player. Casper. Okay. If you put Casper with Sean Long, now I'm saying give the championship to Melbourne now, regardless of whoever whoever signs anywhere else. But in terms of... But with Mellow Trimble, and this is why if you're not going to put the money out for Casper Ware to stay and retain, you can't go get someone like Lamar Patterson That's now. what I was about to say. Would you rather the, the trio of Trimble, Long and Patterson, which again, we talk about league parity and we're going to touch on a little bit later. Yeah. It kind of worries me. It's it's like Melbourne and Sydney have just said, okay, what's every best import in the league? That like the the headline import from every yeah. team. Let's just combine them into three guys yeah. on one team. It's it is a little bit disturbing in that way. Yeah. So I I don't believe they'll get someone like as fun as that would be to watch those three go together. I just don't see it happening. I I, I think Lamar Patterson goes back to Brisbane. Yeah. Is what I think will happen. I, I would so- hope. I would hope so. Sobe, I would hope so. Sobe and Patterson together—that'd be fun to watch for me. Well, Patterson for the entire year. He was great to have him. Yeah, yeah, he we was because he came in. What, at what point of the season did he come in? It wasn't that like, late. Like after lunch, six, six or seven, six game. or seven yeah, games yeah, in. Yeah. But I'd love to see him with a bit of a preseason, yeah. get with the group, that sort of stuff. Because he only hit his stride sort of halfway through the year. Oh, he he wasn't came in like with that. some puppy fat. Yeah, yeah, came in with some puppy fat and yeah. came in but with, you, a, with you a puppy as well that didn't get out. Yeah, with a puppy. Shout out to puppy, Colby. Colby, there we Anyway, Homicide, you did spend the week over in Darwin. We're talking tropical climates. Did, did we call Darwin tropical? Yeah, we do. Is it it's, tropical? It's humid. It's, it's humid. humid. It's hot as fuck. Hmm. Were they out? The games were outdoors as well, weren't no, they? They were indoors. Darwin. I was about to say, bang. It was awesome up yeah. there. Arafura Games was amazing. You had countries that had representatives from all over the world. It was a beautiful thing. The 3x3 Pro Hustle was awesome. That was the third and final stop on the Hustle Tour. Stop one was Melbourne, stop two was Geelong, stop three was Darwin. The majority of the money was won there. 12K. Winners, 12K. Um, Bet Cole and her crew, a.k.a. I am number one, took out the women's division. <laughs> beat, beat grown woman. Beat I'm a grown woman, a.k.a. Alex Koenig. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't seen her play in so mate, long. Mate, I watched, I watched it. I watched okay. it. Yeah, I, I see. I'm a grown woman, no doubt. And in the men's division, Jeremy Kendall. Listen. Somebody please sign that man. You know, it's a difference. You know, I talk a lot. We all know this. But it's easy to talk somebody up when every time they come out, they perform. Yeah. That thing, that that league right there, that's his league. That is his league. He's suited for three on three. He he sure is. He's suited um, for fucking basketball. And you brought it out before. I'm surprised that he's, he's third in poor caliber for an NBL team, especially when we talk about some of these smaller market teams. That if you want to save some money and go to big time, sort of bigger time imports, you can afford Jeremy Kendall because that guy can flat out hoop. He yeah. did it for Brisbane at times. He was inconsistent a little bit, but I definitely think he has a place to start see, off a season. See, with a he would have been perfect with Cairns. Yeah, as a as a third import, yeah. in yeah. my opinion, because a opportunity, but b he can he can he can just score the ball. He like sometimes score. he just and needs so, someone to score. And we know that the NBL has moved away from defense and. Everyone's trying to put 100 points on the board yeah. every game. If I'm one of those clubs at Illawarra Cairns, I'm definitely looking at Jeremy Kendall as a cheaper option. Yeah, Off the bench, scorer. Off the bench and just say, you know what, mate? You've got the ultimate green light. We want you to be aggressive. Go ahead and do your thing. Because he didn't really fit into Brisbane. That's not really their style of play. No. And 
Man, I'd, I'd love to see him get an opportunity. So would I. Well, it is game season. We've got Endgame, Game of Thrones. Oh, oh game, uh, game of Thrones. Goodness. Game of Thrones, Game 2 coming. Hey, I, didn't, oh. I don't even watch Game of Thrones, but I still love the memes, man. There's some Somehow I managed to still laugh at the memes without even knowing. Arya on Damien Lillard. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arya, stop. where did she come from? Oh, she's always, she was always going to defend Dude, the Viking. did the you Night know... <laughs> Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast. I mean, I had no idea. I was just like, look, I was defeated. I thought Winterland, Winterfell. Winterfell. Was over. The White Walkers, when they come, oh my God, watch out. I didn't even know anybody could get remotely that close to the chief White Walker. Do you know what? There's, there's two so things. So I haven't seen any of it. This I do want to watch it. I am going to watch it at some point. There's I'm not things. one of those guys. I picked the, everyone down in the crypt. That was going to fuck him up as soon as he rose his hands. and oh, As now, soon as I he think, goes like this. Do you remember me telling you this the other night? I said. And we were sitting right. Yeah. Right. So I t- said that. The other thing that I thought might have happened. Shout out for the spoilers here. But <laughs> the other thing I thought happened. That Bran had talked to Arya and said, look, just kill me. And you be. The fake face. And, and you be. Man. Like, because we knew that the Night King was coming. For him. To, for him. And then she just goes. Whoop, Whabang! 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 But that didn't happen. Didn't happen. But what happened was pretty cool. It like, was it was epic. It seems like a dope show, and I'm disappointed yeah, that I that I was so lazy and not watching it. I'll tell you what, my only grievance with the whole situation is those fuckers on Twitter who are, who are like so proud and on their high horse that they don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Like we get it, man. You you don't like it. It's like since when did hating something that's popular become cool? It's yeah. that sort of thing. People, are, oh, I don't watch it. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Who right. are the Kardashians? I don't care. Like, shut the fuck up, man. Right. Just let people watch it. They want to watch it. Like, I'm going to watch it eventually. Yeah. You're going to. Yeah. I'm going to love so it. So you're probably doing it the right way. That you can I'm going to be able to just go bang and yeah. just and knock the entire. Except I know the whole time that whenever they mention Night King, I know that he's going to die eventually. So I have spoiled it a little bit for myself. But anyway, let's jump over to the NBA. Toronto, Philly. The great white hope, Ben Simmons, taken down by large-handed Kawhi Leonard. The White Walker. The White Walker. The White Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen uh, Game of Zones? No. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no. Game, Game of Zones. They an NBA HBO yeah, animation series. They they portray Kawhi Leonard as a White Walker. Mm. And so the latest episode was when they did the trade, the Toronto San Antonio <laughs> trade. You know, and they had the trade machine, which was funny within itself. And like they took DeRozan and they took Jacob Pertle, who they kept on calling Jacob Pottle, which I thought was funny <laughs> within Pottle. itself. And then the first round draft pick and Kyle Lowry's like, we better get a monster back. And then there's Kawhi, there's the Kawhi. White Walker. Very, very funny. Yeah. Were any of you guys surprised with Toronto beating Philly? I wasn't surprised. Toronto. Dominating them listen, in that way. They, they seriously dominated them. I just think that they're the better team. Anytime you have Kawhi Leonard, offensively and defensively, you know what he's going to give you. You know, and everybody else coming in, the way they pretty much shut down Embiid, I was impressed with the first game. Well, it's tough. But my issue is, and game two is going to be taking place right as we record this podcast, but I see Philly taking, I think Toronto wins the series. I see Philly taking game two because I don't think Pascal Sikiyam is going to come out and have 17 points the first quarter again. Um, yeah, well, he's been the surprise packet, but I think the underrated star in all of this is Marc Gasol. Yeah. And his ability to guard Joel Embiid. Well, that's exactly and, why they brought him in, and it's and paying dividends is, yeah, now. Uh, this is where they've faltered in the past and they haven't been able to get past the second round. So they brought in a vet like Marc Gasol to be able to do what he does. And obviously when you're going against Joel Embiid, who's coming back from an injury, he only played average 24 minutes in that first series. Jeez. 
you know, he's already been extended to 30 in yeah. game one and it looked like he was tied. So yeah. the one thing that Marcus Gasol is going to do, he's just going to make every touch a little bit harder to catch. He's going to bang and beat a little bit more, make those catches a bit further out from the basket and he's just a smart basketball player. So I still think Philly's going to get the job done. Yeah, Overall. I'm not so confident. Overall. I'm not so confident. I think Kawhi obviously had a career game one. Yeah. Pascal there was a lot of Siakam things that went to that. There was a lot of there was career, career nights for, first for quarter. Pascal Siakam yeah. and, and Kawhi So Leonard, I just but. think that Philly might once they click and get their shit together. And then the underlying factor is if they don't win this round, then Brett Brown isn't coaching anymore. Oh, he's done. He's for done. Sure. For he sure. He needs to get past this round. You've, you've tanked seven years and not just Brett Brown, but you've tanked seven years for the fucking three seed. Mm-hmm. You better get it done somehow in the playoffs yep. this year. But the biggest surprise, Boston taking over Milwaukee at the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee, which nobody saw coming. A lot, halfway, three quarters of the way through the season, you would have thought this was Boston. Were they even going to make it to yeah. the second round? So I actually watched this game at three o'clock in the morning because yeah. I'm stupid like that. Um, <laughs> but the one thing that Boston did is they just didn't give Giannis anything. Nothing. And then Al Horford was sensational. And when you've got the tandem of Al Horford and Aaron Baines being able to play – you know, one on, one off. You've got two guys that can move their feet that have big and got length. You see the blocks that Al Horford got on Giannis at the rim? How did Milwaukee had a week to prepare this game? Nobody thought they're going to fucking brick wall Giannis and prepare for that shit? But then you've got to get your... It comes down to making shots at the end of the day. Yeah. And in the first half, Milwaukee didn't make shots. They went on that 15-0 run uh, to tie it up at 40 all. But that was off Miritich hitting some pretty outlandish shots yeah. to get them back into it. But uh, Ilasova didn't make his shots. Bledsoe wasn't making his shots. They need to knock down their three-pointers because everything revolves around Giannis and you know he's not shooting threes. So if he's going to play his game, try and get to the basket and kick it out, they need to knock down threes to, to win this series. The, I still I still think they've got a good chance to actually win it's, the series. This is a, it's going to be a massive game But I game think too. this is going to be the best series in this round of games. Definitely. Definitely. And I think it's going to be a massive game too because what we've learned from Boston is they're a momentum team right now. They're not act, They're not, not a great basketball team. When they click, they are, but the only way they're going to click is through momentum. Mm-hmm. If they can get another home win and go two up in the series, then Boston bang, all of a Celtics, sudden they get another home game after. Dangerous. Boston Celtics are the Adelaide 36ers. They I are. Feel, they I feel are. like they are the king of fuckery. Oh, and, with and, and Morris and Marcus Smart and the uh, Rosier all of a sudden he's tough. Well, that's what happens in the playoffs. He seems to just yeah. find this new wind. And Kyrie Irving is that. If Kyrie Irving's your leader, Man, he's also he's, he's Kyrie, very like sly very fucker. Swaggy. He's a really smart dude. He's a really smart dude. You can tell by the way he answers questions, and he just avoids answering questions that are going to dig him into any sort of hole. So except he's a really for the smart world dude. Is flat. Yeah, except for the world is flat. Now that's it. But, but then I also think that. But that's he almost, made some great, like some tough shots yeah. in the first quarter, like. He was hitting those turnaround fadeaway rainbow shots yeah. that usually you hit once you get your momentum and all that. And that was going for him in the first quarter. So you knew it was going to be a long night for Milwaukee. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, they've been there before, man. That team knows they haven't played their best basketball yeah. thus far, to be honest with you. They hit the, they, they're 5-0 right now in playoffs, but their whole season has been up and down. Yeah. But they were there last year, so they believe in themselves. They're backing themselves. In their head, they're like, yeah, Milwaukee's, you know, they had a great year, whatever, but Milwaukee can't fuck with us. We're going to make a wall, and all these other motherfuckers going to have to beat us. 
Now it's money time, okay? Wall That's what happened. You watch Game of Thrones. Wall doesn't mean shit. Wall does mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't White Walkers. What about rewinding of the last thing we'll touch on? Greg Popovich, greatest coach of all time, some say, in the NBA. Didn't really seem to know, nor did his players, that they were down four with about 30 seconds no, no, to go. No, no, he was screaming out At about foul. 14 seconds, though. he waited. I think he trusted his players to think yeah. that, okay, they know they the know clock here. Do. But even when DeRozan got it at the end, like sort of just dribbled it out, like it was just a weird, weird ending to yeah. what was a great game before that. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. There's no really real way to explain it. Like it's no it was, one really touched a, on it that hard a in the post brain, game. Like Lamarcus Aldridge yeah. just had a bit of a brain fart. And it just didn't pan out for for them the way that that should have. There's no, I mean, there's no way to explain it. Hey, like, Denver snuck through. I think they're on their last legs. I'm not sure how long Denver can go in this playoff series. Great series nonetheless. You know what Dame time, baby. Dame time. Dame oh, time. love on Lillard. If you want to, if you want a good betting tip, jump on Lillard for the fucking overs at every possible chance right now. He's dominating the playoffs so far, and I don't see Denver having anything that can stop him. I mean, I think you know a lot of times when you play in this game, there's always sometimes there's people who it's a hurdle. You cannot get over that hurdle, but yeah. once you get over that hurdle. And in the way that he did, I know I missed last week, but yeah. come on, man. For me, outside of MJ with that shot in Utah, that was the best series, series ending shot I've ever seen in my life. With all the but, but he's done it before. Like, but, like Dame time. It, 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 he's one of the most clutch guys in the NBA. Not against Westbrook, he's not done it before. And Westbrook has owned his ass pretty much the whole time in the league. And Westbrook voices his opinion every time. So you finally beat the guy that talks the most shit. And wave at him on the way oh out. Oh, my God. You, what? He waved Come at on, him on the man. way that out. Was and then, no smiles and, with the whole thing. Yeah. And then torched, <laughs> torched him in the media Come afterwards. On, oh, man. that was good. But Westbrook, they lobbed that one up for themselves to get dunked on on the, some oh, of the stuff absolutely. that they were saying after the game. Hey, Westbrook. Go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, got like, bricks. Anyway. You got to love it, man. I that, love that. Yep. That's all we got time for on Trash Talk this week. Make sure there's going to be some massive games coming up in the NBA. I'm sure there's going to be some more NBL offseason news. We wait till Sean Long puts pen to paper because that's a bit of fuckery right now. We don't really know what's going on. He said that he's signing. There's graphics out there of him. I know what's going on. Homicide knows what's going on. That uniform will be on. That uniform will be on. You heard it here. Because they they took the statement back. Oh, we're not going to sign you because you said it already. Come on, man. Sean Long to Melbourne. Stop playing. <laughs> Sean Long to Melbourne. That's all we got time for. Throw us some mentions on Twitter if you want to hear something next week. At C Homicide, at Werther33. I'm at Felix Hoff. Will you say goodnight? No, you can't say goodnight because you never know when people listen to this. We'll see you again. We'll see you again. Hey.